Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And with me today on the Heart of the Athlete is a great friend who uh, is uh, on staff with uh, FCA here in the Northwest, our Central Oregon um, Area Director, Randy Hutchins. Randy, welcome to the show today. Thanks, Ken. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, it's, uh, it's fun to always be with you at different things in the region. I know you've come over to camp here in Nampa. Mm-hmm. How many years have you come to FCA camp over here in Nampa? Uh, I've been there two years, uh, would have been three last year if we'd have got to have it. That's right. Wow. And, and you've been on staff now with FCA for how long? Just under three years. Just under three. Wow. And, uh, uh, well, we're excited. And I know we, you came over to the FCA bowl breakfast, uh, uh, a year ago mm-hmm. and we had Mike Singletary yes. for that. Um, and you live in, what area over there in Central Oregon? Uh, I live just outside of Bend, uh, east of Bend in uh, the town of Prineville. Okay. Well, um, we have become friends very quickly, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, we have. Uh, it's been a, a great friendship and uh, appreciate all that God is doing through you and, and uh, the, the great folks there in Central Oregon and that Prineville, Bend, Sisters area. And, and we mentioned that you uh, came over a year ago for the FCA Bowl Breakfast, got to hear Mike Singletary. And um, what was uh, what stood out in your mind about that particular uh, event and that morning um, a little over a year ago? I think um, hearing Mike speak and, and as he talked about his career and his, uh, his, his testimony, um, I thought that was really impactful the way he brought in his upbringing with his family and his sisters. Uh, he talked a lot about his sisters and their influence in his life. Uh, but I think the thing that actually impacted me the most was the night before when we got to have dinner with Mike and we sat and visited and got to ask him questions. And <laughs> his response when someone asked him about Walter Payton and his relationship with Walter Payton. And then Mike was able to share with this with us the story of how God used him to bring Walter to a relationship with Jesus Christ. And then the satisfaction of knowing that uh, Walter's in heaven waiting for us to, to be there was just a very powerful story. Uh, moved me very deeply to know um, that, that these two men had that kind of connection. Uh, through Christ. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was that was very interesting, very powerful. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we never know, do we, on, on how God is using us and the opportunities that he gives us. Yeah. And in that story, how Mike said that it was something like five years between his first conversation with Walter about the Lord and the day that Walter came and knocked on his door and wanted to talk to him and, and follow up on that conversation was, was really amazing. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we we never do know, you know, how the Lord is using us and whether God's using us to plant seeds or water those seeds or, or to maybe harvest them. So we've been on staff here for, for a few years now with FCA. Um, 
And I know you, you were a former coach over there in the state of Oregon, and we're going to get into that a little bit. You know, I know you coached for about 30 years. Is that right? What sports did you coach? Uh, I was primarily a boys basketball coach. Um, I did also coach uh, track and field for five or six years. Um, and then I dabbled a little bit in girls basketball. I had a, a short tenure as a coach there. And and you grew up in Sweet Home, mm-hmm. um, Oregon, and then uh, – uh, you played a lot. We're going to talk about your sports that you you did in high school, but you also were a, a college athlete or at George Fox University. Yeah, and uh, uh, that's part of the friends denomination. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I, I'm curious, Randy, what as far as for you being on staff with FCA, what do you? Why FCA for you? What what have you enjoyed and 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 uh, the calling that God has had on you to come on staff full-time with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. How much time do we have on this <laughs> conversation? <laughs> There's a lot to talk about, right? Yeah, there really is. Even in the short amount of time uh, that I've been involved with FCA, God has done so many amazing things that I've been able to be a part of and witness. And, um, yeah, it's, I don't even know where to begin. Um, but... Um, I guess kind of to to answer your question, um, I in all the years as an athlete and as a coach, I had never been anywhere where FCA was active. I'd never been in a school um, where they were serving or anything like that. Um, I won't go into the story about my first introduction to FCA, but um, it was pretty un, untraditional. Um, <laughs> But my real encounter, I met with an area rep in the Central Oregon area, and they were come to talk to me about potentially being a volunteer, mm-hmm. uh, running a huddle in the local high school. And um, as we discussed some things, she got very excited and felt like God had something more in mind and something greater was in play. And so um, shortly after that, I met with her husband, who was the director of FCA in the area. And it turns out that they had been seeking God for over a year to bring someone to them to take over for them because of family issues and health issues uh, that they needed to step away from the ministry. And they didn't want to just drop it flat. Mm -hmm. And so they'd really been praying that God would bring the right person. And after that conversation, she was convinced that that he had done that. Mm I had no idea. I, like I said, I didn't know much about FCA and um, I just agreed to talk to her husband and, and pray about it and see what God was up to. And um, a few short months later, I was on staff and um, the director for the Central Central Oregon (laughs) and and learning on the fly. And my wife and I just decided, okay, Lord, as we prayed about it, we are just going to keep walking forward and see and let you just unfold what it is you're up to here. And, and I'm so glad that we did. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about the, what you see God doing through the FCA ministry or, or, or why FCA? You know, I think FCA really was a, a no brainer for me, uh, you know, as an athlete uh, growing up and, and through college. And then um, as a coach for so many years, it was, um, I'd also been in youth ministry for off and on for many years, mm-hmm. um, you know, and um, it was kind of a convergence of my two worlds. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I graduated with college with a management degree and had been in business uh, off and on. And, and, and um, it just felt like I just kept being pulled back into coaching and pulled back into youth ministry. And mm-hmm. 
neither one of those are things you really make good money at. So they really, I never really thought of them as a vocation. Um, I just felt like God was using me in those two places. And then um, through FCA, he has brought those two worlds together. I now I'm able to minister to, to coaches and athletes and, and, and I'm still connected to sports, yeah. you know, and, and to leverage that platform that I've been involved with my whole life and been passionate about right. and, and worked with individuals to pursue the potential God's given them in their, uh, in their sport and in their passion for their sport. Um, it's just a convergence of those yeah. things. Yeah. 30 years of coaching and then also being a former college athlete, track and field athlete and a basketball player over at George Fox university. Yeah. I mean, that's, it is. It's like a perfect uh, union with that. Well, Randy, let's go back a little bit. Tell us how you, you first got involved in sports when you were a kid growing up in Sweet Home. What, 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 what sports did you get involved in and how did that all start? Well, it's kind of funny um, because I am a, I'm the first generation athlete in my family. There was, there was none before me. Uh, my dad wasn't an athlete. I got involved um, in grade school with a, uh, because most of my buddies were, were playing sports and I didn't really know much about sports and I just kind of went along with them and um, got involved and, and I, I guess I was gifted in some ways there and, and uh, was able to you know, develop into an athlete and, and was a three-sport athlete in high school and what were those sports um football basketball and track okay what, um, what positions you play in those football and basketball uh football i was a wide receiver and free safety and um basketball point guard and uh, track i was a sprinter hurdler and i ran the relays and wow and that was all sweet home high all school? sweet home high school wow that's great yeah and then, and then you transitioned then and went to George Fox and how did that, how did you pick George Fox and, and how did that, that all occur and you getting involved? Yeah, in sports you know, that's a really cool question. Um, so I, I went to George Fox basically because the only thing I really knew is that I had a passion to continue my athletic career. I knew I knew, needed to go on with my education and I, um, I wanted to be at a Christian school mm -hmm. and, um, the thing that really drew me to George Fox was that probably my kind of, I wouldn't say he was my idol, but he was a, a, a guy from my high school that was a um, three-year starter on the basketball team. His name was Alan Vasey, and he was a fantastic uh, basketball player. Could have gone uh, pretty much anywhere in the country to play, and he chose George Fox, an NAIA school, passed up a scholarship for at the time, uh, national powerhouse, Oregon State University, um, and went chose George Fox. And that always really intrigued me, but I knew he was a, a great Christian young man. And, and I kind of looked up to him for that. Um, he was a senior in high school when I was a freshman. Mm. And he chose George Fox and went on to, and he was having a great career there. And and I just thought, you know, if it was good enough for Al, it's probably good enough for me. Mm -hmm. And um, so I kind of pursued it because of him. So that's, that's cool. how I ended up at George Fox. Wow, that's great. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here today on Heart of the Athlete, uh, we're visiting with uh, uh, Randy Hutchins, who's on staff with FCA there in Central Oregon. Um, live in Primeville, right? Yep. And your area uh, for FCA then is Ben, Sisters, Primeville, Redmond. 
right, address, yeah, right. address, uh, how, far, how far east and west are you going, well, north and south? <laughs> so my um, my official territory spans from uh, the Columbia border and uh, Columbia River in the north to the California border in the south. <laughs> so clear so, down there, like yeah. almost out tourists or Lakeview, yeah, right? Down to Lakeview. Lakeview is a part of my territory over to Burns um, and then up, you know, again to um, uh, Hermiston. John Day, John Day, all of those uh, counties. I think I there are twelve or sixteen counties. I forget how many it is yeah. exactly that are mine. It's like seventy thousand square miles of <laughs> territory. That's so, a big area. Yeah, well, a, lot, a lot of a lot of grazing land out there. Yes, a lot there of is. Cattle. Yeah, yeah, a lot of cattle, <laughs> a lot of wildlife, not a lot of people. But yeah, wow. Well, um, Randy, uh, you uh, you've been a part of FCA camp for a couple of years, and I know your daughter is a high school senior. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, she's playing at a, a basketball tournament over here in Idaho, a club, a club basketball tournament mm-hmm. and, uh, this, this weekend. And, um, but um, in terms of FCA camp, what, it, what have you seen God do at FCA camp that, uh, that makes you bring kids from central Oregon over to Napa for that? And what is it, what is it you just, man, it just, just drives you for that camp. You know, my first experience at uh, the camp there at NNU was extremely impactful. Um, not only I've been involved with camps uh, my whole life, not only Christian camps, you know, uh, but sports camps, athletic camps. And to see the melding of those two things into one and to have this is the thing that really hooked me was that that your staff, your team did both at such a high level. It was a fantastic spiritual experience for the, for the athletes that were there and the staff that was there and the, and the counselors, the college huddle coaches that were there um, was such a fantastic experience. And then the, the, the clinical uh, instruction that the athletes were getting was also fantastic. It was high level. Uh, and so the speakers that we had um, were great speakers, very motivational speakers, and then the coaching was fantastic. So we brought those things together very well. And, the, and then the real uh, real kicker would be that the response I got from all the athletes that went with us that first year and how excited they were to go back and how uh, excited they were to take their faith and take it to their schools and into their teams um, was really uh, solidified. This is, this is where God wants right. me. Yeah, that is, it is fun to see that, how God uses and follow up with those kids at camp to help them to, to kind of almost slingshot them into campus ministry to mm-hmm. make, make an impact on their local team when they get back to, you know, their teams at their local area, at their school and, and, and their, you know, their whole entire school. Um, so, well, I know we, we talked a little bit about your athletic career and, uh, um, I'm, I'm curious about your story about how you came to Christ. What was, uh, what was it that, uh, that led you to the foot of the cross to surrender your life to Jesus? You know, I was raised in a great Christian home um, and I accepted Christ as a young, uh, very young child, about four years old. Uh, knew from that point on that Jesus was my savior. And, um, but um, it wasn't until I was about 13 that I really made what I, I refer to as the Lordship decision. Mm-hmm. From this point on, it was at a church camp. Um, from this point on, I said, Jesus, everything I do and say is going to 
I'm going to run by you. Wow. You're going to, you're going to have ultimate say in everything mm -hmm. that happens from this point. And so I really made him the Lord of my life at that point in time. And, um, and, and that's the way it's worked. You know, from that point, he's really guided my steps. He's taken me where he wants me to go. And um, it's been an amazing journey. Wow. In that way. Where was that camp at, that church camp? Um, I believe that would, was a Drift Creek camp over on the Oregon coast. Wow. Yeah. What town is that, Gary? Uh, Lincoln City, near wow. Lincoln City. Well, I mean, you know, we are so thankful for the, the people that came before us that, that, um, Run, that would run summer camps, mm -hmm. run summer church camps, mm -hmm. and people that um, would purchase property or start have mm -hmm. campus. I mean, I mean, just the vision that that God placed in their hearts for places like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, so folks, if you're out there and you've you've helped support camps before, Christian camps, whether it's yeah. here in Idaho or Oregon, or or maybe you you served at a camp, we appreciate so much Absolutely, yeah. and uh it's been you know it, it's just a way to unplug and get away and really focus and uh and in these days and our day and age now it's so hard to get away from media social media technology whether it's phones computers um it's not like it used to be right. and it's 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 a, little more, a lot more challenging to do that so well, Randy, these have, these have been interesting days this last year with uh, the COVID and, and just a, a lot of interesting things going on in our country. Um, I know, you know, you've got a high school senior uh, who plays basketball, Dallas, and she, you know, great athlete. Um, she's also a track and field athlete. Um, I know her, her season, obviously her spring season got cut short mm -hmm. and, uh, and then, the prospects in the state of Oregon for you guys having a, you know, coming up through this fall and, and, and not being able to have a high school basketball season for her. What was, what was some of the things that, what were your, you and your wife's prayers for your daughter as she was going through there uh, in those times, where did God have you praying and, and uh, for your, for your daughter and what kind of advice did you give your daughter as she was having to, go through these hurdles and these challenges in, in her life? You know, that's, uh, it was really difficult uh, to know how to even pray about that. Of course, we, we wanted her to be able to have her, her senior year that she'd worked so hard for. And um, she was really coming into her own and, and had some, uh, you know, plans to pursue an athletic career at the next level and really needed her senior year to, for that to materialize. And so it was really hard to know how to manage this. And, and since things changed, mm -hmm. you know, day to day, things were changing. We really didn't know what to, uh, to expect and, and how to pray. I mean, our prayers one day felt like the next day we'd have to pray something different, you know? Right. So it was really difficult. Um, the one thing that um, I think we really talked to her about and, and that she really grasped pretty quickly was that the, her sports don't define her, mm -hmm. that her relationship with Jesus is, is where her identity really lies. Mm -hmm. And um, so whether she was able to continue her athletic career or whether her senior year worked out the way she wanted it to, to go, 
um, you know, disappointing for sure. And that she could, she could express those feelings and concerns to the Lord Mm -hmm. and lay those at his feet, but also that to know that he, he had something in store for her. Mm -hmm. He had more in, um, in his mind and his heart for her than just her as an athlete. And so that, um, she could pursue, uh, the opportunity, if given, if, if she got her season back, that she could pursue it with the zeal that she wanted and that she always uh, had desired to do. But if, if even if it was completely taken away, that she still could worship Jesus and celebrate that he has a plan for right. her life and, and pursue that right. with the same kind of zeal. Yeah, that's awesome that her hope and her joy mm-hmm. is not found in sports or whatever she does it's, right. it's found in jesus well wow, that's great advice that's great advice for all of us and you know i know randy uh, uh this month here in january 2021 um our we've we've broke ground on our new camp theme which is pursue mm-hmm. and and this month of january is pursue truth and pursue god's truth mm-hmm. not just any any perceived or subjective truth out there, but pursue God's truth in the Bible. And I know you love the word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the verses or maybe passages or that have really, God's really spoke to you um, in maybe here recently or maybe the last few years? Well, I think uh, part of it kind of came through in what I was just sharing. Uh, I have a couple of verses that I kind of, uh, have discovered um, really are kind of life theme verses for me. And one of them is Colossians 3.23, where it says, uh, do all things as unto the Lord and not for men. And that, that was part of the message that I was giving my daughter, um, that if she got the opportunity to pursue her athletic career, that she needed to do it with a zeal for, for Christ and to represent him well. And, and that's always been kind of a goal of mine. Uh, the other verse that I, I really like is is that um, we had to really got firsthand experience this year of going, it's out of our control. Mm-hmm. Everything that was happening in our world just seemed like we could do nothing to impact the direction of our lives or the things we were being subjected to. And so it really, uh, Ephesians 3, 20 and 21 says, now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. And I just think of that, and we don't know what's happening. We don't need to know what's happening because he's got it in his control, and he can use all of it to accomplish more than we can imagine. And, and so, it, you know, if, if missing your your senior year uh, of your sport seems devastating, and, and it, that's a reality, that's real, um, and, and you've worked hard for that kind of thing, or, or whatever it might be. Some, I just use that example, mm-hmm. but God can use that. If you're, if you're willing to be his vessel, to mm-hmm. let him be the potter and you to be the clay, he can take that yeah. and make something much greater than what you might have even imagined you could experience. Right. And so that, I think that those verses have really kind of come to represent an awful lot for, for myself and during this time. Right. Well, that's, that's a great message for any time, but it definitely is very applicable now. Yeah. 
Well, that is so good. That is so good. And I, I love uh, this new theme, it's, mm-hmm. uh, which is pursue truth. And I know when we talk about pursue truth, it's, it's kind of talking about us and action. It's not mm-hmm. passive, that we get into the word of God, that we would mm-hmm. read the word of God uh, for truth for 2020. Mm-hmm. And um, 2021. Yeah, it's 2021. That's yeah. right. <laughs> and uh, what I love too about this theme is that knowing that it's God that pursued us first yeah. and uh, never stops pursuing right, us. Right, right. And uh, so I love that. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, Randy, man, the time has gone by so fast. And uh, but man, so, so rich. And uh, I just appreciate you taking the time to be on Heart of the Athlete today to share about what God's been doing in your life and your story. And that, and uh, it's, it, I know uh, I can just speak uh, on behalf of uh, the staff in the Northwest uh, of, for FCA and as well as the staff that comes and works our camp here in Nampa, Idaho at NNU each year. Uh, these last few years has just been wonderful having you a part of that part of that team and i know we're 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 making plans now to have camp again this summer we're we're uh hopeful in the lord that uh we'll be able to to do that again and um and so and hopefully uh we'll get some central oregon kids over here this summer uh, for oh, sca camp but uh, randy thanks again for taking the time to be on heart of the athlete today yeah it's been my pleasure thanks kenny you're a great host well folks if you are looking for more information about FCA, you can go to fcaidaho.org or our national website at fca.org and get information about uh, this camp thing, right, Randy? Mm-hmm. Pursue. And there's some great information there, very encouraging. And you can sign up for FCA's Daily Impact devotional called the Daily Impact Play. It gets emailed to you and uh, there's some great content there, very encouraging, as well as getting you into the Word of God. And maybe you can share that with, with an athlete or a local coach that you have. And I, we, we, we share those all the time with coaches don't we? Right, yeah. and, and athletes. Well, folks, have a great day. And Randy, thanks again for being on Heart of the Athlete. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.